Hi, and welcome to The Gray Matters, a podcast where we talk about mental illness. I'm Jenny Herlihy, and today I have another guest submission to read aloud. This piece was submitted by author and photographer Astrid Lance. She is the author of the novel Gypsy Sweetheart, which is now available for purchase at albinlakepublishing.com. Please go to my website, thegraymatterscom.wordpress.com, and check out her links there. This piece is called My Existential Crisis. I have always had crying spells. Always. When I was little, maybe my earliest memories, I have always been a crier. In fact, as I'm writing this, I am crying. I assure you I am making a valiant effort to not warn my son, trying to keep it quiet, together, and contain my tears inside my collar of my t-shirt. And always, in my earliest memories, my father reacted with disdain to my crying spells, like what I was doing was inherently bad and weak. I was, in fact, an embarrassment. Get control over your emotions, he would yell. But my mother, on the other hand, was always sympathetic. I always had a kinship to her, even though we didn't have a typical mother-daughter bond. There was a detachment surrounding her, a secret life I had no permission to see. She never taught me anything, never spent one-on-one time together, never, nothing that would set me off on track as a healthy, successful young woman. My mother never taught me how to shave my legs, talk to boys, or anything like that. My mother did not engage. She was living a secret, trapped through her addiction to alcohol. She drank her daily use of vodka hidden under her bed or in the club soda bottles stashed in her car. She had bipolar. I only know this due to a brief mention one time. It stung. That tiny piece of information I heard one time nestled in my brain for years. Her lifelong struggles with depression and mania became her breath. One time when she was brutal in her verbal lashings, she told me when she had her first bouts of depression in her early teens that she never wanted to have children due to her illness. She knew that if she did, her life would be over. I believe my mother resented me. Despite my emotionally immature father, I felt a connection with my mother when she was alive. It's messed up, but I did. This resulted in my own need to sit in my room and read, not speak to anyone for days, live in my own world like her. I was a mirror to my mother. She was my model. But despite the disconnect with her and my reality, I felt comfortable. I lived in a dream world. I was happy there. I did not want to be bothered. I felt safe inside my head. No one could affect me. She understood. It was fine. Only I became a teenager. This is when I began to swing. My dream world contorted into an existential crisis. My own personal love affair with the universe that had always cradled me was flawed. The beauty I once immersed myself in was pulled from underneath me. My secret life began to tear. These holes became my fear of death, fear of ceasing to exist, getting excited to not live anymore anxiety, mourning my life even before actual death, mourning the fact that I had to live instead of dying and integrating with the universe. I felt cheated. I am surprised I didn't die because I wanted to. I philosophized and could touch the edge of reality, getting direct experience of our purpose, the higher one, engaging with the universe intimately. Then on a flip, I could not trust in anything. This is when I felt dead inside. 
I was lonely, not alone. I was defeated every day. I felt abandoned by my euphoric experiences, waking up to the loss. I would stare out of a window and watch people's lives move forward. I had no way to jump in. I was stuck. It was like playing jump rope in a schoolyard and not having a sense of timing to enter the game. And this is when I understood my mother. Her existential crisis was like my own. I lived in secret, and now I understood. We were the same. I never started living until her death at the age of 56. My connection with her was codependent. Everything revolved around her. Her moods, her addiction, her feelings, everything. All independent thinking did not arrive until I told the doctors to take her off life support when I was 27. That is when I made the decision to involve myself in reality and figure myself out. Learn how to engage with other people. Learn how to be in relationships with other people. Be vulnerable with my feelings. Explore my sexuality and men. Fall in love. Discover my creative talents. It wasn't so straightforward. It wouldn't be so easy. That was the beginning of my life, but then I had to deal with my own mental illness. Like her, I lived quietly with my issues. My mother died, my life began. But through the tragic death of my mother, I went into a drawn-out hypomanic episode and fell deep into a depression for years. I clawed my way out of it in spurts, but the pain was stronger than my will. I felt shame and regret. I felt guilty that I wanted my mother to die. I got married and I had a son. I cried and barely had the will to shower and brush my teeth, let alone get up from bed. I never left my home. My family had to strong arm me to do simple self-care activities that were impossible for me to do on my own. Intrusive thoughts, low self-worth. Supposedly, pleasant experiences were happening, although I was only passively participating. I was trapped in a fog and then the eventual upswing into hypomania would start. I finally admitted myself to the hospital. I was at the end of my rope. I was told I had bipolar too. Everything made sense. I did not know there were other types of bipolar, but since my diagnosis, I feel better. I believe that people who have suffered from mental illness are compassionate and brilliant. We have gone to the far reaches of the human psyche and have come back with resilience. I call it my ex existential crisis. Thanks for listening. And a huge thank you to Astrid Lance for allowing me to share her story. If you have something to share mental health related, please drop me a line at thegraymatterspodcast at gmail.com. And like I mentioned before, you can check out Astrid's links at my website, thegraymatterscom.wordpress.com and follow me on Twitter at thegraymatters4. That's the number four. Thanks and we'll talk to you soon.